We like to go to garage and estate sales and look for treasures. We also like to gather collectors and resellers alike and provide them with valuable information about products, many of them vintage, and share tips about how to get started and make some extra side money doing what we do. Thanks for joining us today. All right, so Marina, the topic for today is reselling and the ultimate customer experience, and you were talking about Airbnb. Yeah, so this is really a, a perfect picture that Michelle has here. So usually when you rate someone on like Yelp or something, which was one of like the first more popular rating services, Yelp is this app that you find online where you can locate restaurants and then people give a rating of, I think the highest rating is five stars and then you also provide a review. So um, in this picture, there is one, two, three, four, five, five stars, but somebody's adding a sixth star. And I do believe that Michelle and I often have conversations where Michelle says, how many stars do you give this? Right. And we automatically think like, okay, five is the most amount, but sometimes I want to give something six stars as far as experience goes. Right. So we're living in a world now where not only is customer service a hundred percent expected, if you can deliver, you know, a really good customer experience, then that will set you apart from everyone else, right? So customer service has to be just like a given. These days it's not. Many companies, you know, don't even provide good customer service. But beyond that, we're all about the experience. There's entire careers based on user experience. So our title of our live today is reselling and the ultimate customer experience. And we are hoping um, at the end of this that you guys can help us brainstorm especially those of you who are already reselling and how you, you know, how can we as, you know, together bring our ideas together to be able to create that ultimate user experience. So without further ado, Michelle, would you like to go to the first page? Oh, I actually have a, I have a quick overview as to, you know, what the customer experience is. So this is, you know, just a general overview of the customer journey. So we talked about having customer empathy yesterday and um, think about this whole process as an experience and how what you offer will impact how they see you. Right. And it has to do with brand um, branding too, how they perceive you. So one is really, you know, the person will, yeah, I'm aware that there's a product they're going to consider it and then they're going to decide to buy the product and you have the delivery of the product. You're going to offer service as soon as they purchase the product. And then that would lead to loyalty um, after they purchase the product. So every single touch point, it's important to provide really exceptional customer service, customer experience to the buyer to make sure that they'll either come back or to make sure that they leave you a good review. Yeah. And um, as I was saying the story, if you guys have heard the Airbnb founders and they talk about how they kind of are the experts and they mastered this, they really, really did. Um, and that's how they, their company really blew up. But basically, um, you know, he takes you, the one of the founders takes you through this um, kind of like a brainstorming session where he, he tells you like, okay, if you're going to go to an Airbnb, right? And Airbnb is just like a, a rental, like a vacation rental, right? Um, what would be like your perfect experience? 
right? So then you would describe it like, okay, my perfect experience at Airbnb is that, you know, um, the house is fully equipped with all the things that I need, toilet paper, maybe some coffee in the morning. Um, I have directions, like everything I need so I don't have to contact the buyer, right? That could be like my ultimate experience that I want. But then, you know, I think his name was Brian, right? So he says, take it one step up beyond that. So for example, you know, Michelle likes to sing. So what if they had a karaoke machine there? That would give it, you know, from a five-star to a six-star experience. So he actually has you complete this exercise all the way to like, if you, if you take it to 10 stars, what would like a 10 star experience look like? And for him, he was describing it and you can get crazy with these ideas, but you would, you would have like the Beatles or something come and escort you out of your airplane and give you a live concert, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it's like silly, but fun to think about how far you can take the customer experience and push it, you know, push it beyond the five stars. What would a six star experience look like? What would a seven star look like. So that would be something really fun, especially if you um, have a business partner that you guys can like have fun and do together or do it with your friends. So again, at the end of this live, we hope that we can do it with, with you as a group and, and figure out what that ultimate experience would be for a customer um, who's receiving an e-commerce product online. So a couple of comments uh, just wanted to post on here. Um, so New England, Betty Boop was that said customer service is my jam. So, um, yes. And we want to know, um, you know, customer experience and customer service are tied close together. So we want to know Lizette, what your experience is with that. Rich says customer service starts with first impressions. You need to know how to make the customer feel welcome in your emails and online you only get one chance to make a good first impression. So yeah, and so what Bill just, uh, sorry, Rich just said is very much tied with user experience as well and customer service. So yeah, sometimes they kind of cross over each other. Hi, Cynthia. Cynthia R. Amons, happy Wednesday to you. How are you today? All right, so we do have, um, okay, Michelle, did you wanna go on with that first one there? Yeah. Um, of course, the first one is really excellent customer service. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about being professional, being courteous uh, to whoever you talk to as a buyer, even if they're rude to you, making sure you're professional. Um, respond quickly. So we're gonna talk about a couple of things that could help boost the customer experience. Um, in this case, you know, we've, we've been having quite great five-star reviews so far. Um, so. We certainly want to make sure we provide some tips and tools so that you guys can um, also, you know, maybe maybe you'll find those tips helpful to to consistently have excellent customer service. Yeah, I mean, I th when I think pushing the envelope above five stars, it's like your customer service or not even service, but the whole experience is so good that these, you know, this customer who maybe has never written a review before is going to write a review for you because you just blew their mind. So we're talking about doing something like that. Yep. Um, <laughs> sorry. Quick comment to uh, Cynthia. She says, doing great with uh, five cups already. Cu <laughs> sorry. Okay. Five cups of coffee already. Cheers, Cynthia. I'm working on my second cup. Oh, my God. Um, so cheers. We're going to be drinking <laughs> coffee till Friday, maybe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so the other thing is, and this is something that you may not think of, customer experience, right? 
is really perfect your listing because the way you list, the way you show up to the internet and to the customer is important. So if you perfect your listing, you have all the descriptions in there, you have all kinds of photos in there, the customer journey is going to be seamless because it's going directly to the click buy now button, right? Instead of ha the, having them, you know, asking you questions, have going back and forth with the customer. So perfecting your listing is a way to get there. Yeah, it's, it's a really important part of the customer experience. They shouldn't have to message you to ask you any questions, right? So, so all of your listings. So a big part of providing an excellent customer experience, and we touched on, you know, having empathy for good customer service yesterday, but a really large part of creating an excellent, amazing customer experience is having a lot of customer empathy, right? So we want to anticipate their, the customer's needs and provide it to them before they even can ask us. So chances are, if someone sees your listing and there's information missing, even sometimes if somebody shouldn't have to ask you for more pictures, right? You should have exhausted all of the pictures in your listing. There shouldn't be room for, if you, if you're selling a laptops, you know, case, uh, there, it should not even, uh, this listing should not even be posted without having pictures of like, what do the pockets on the inside look like? Right. If you're, if you're selling shoes, um, you should include the soles. How do the soles of the shoe look like? Right. So those are things that we could easily forget, like just not even think about, but um, again, the goal is like, how can you meet the customer's needs? And if you're selling clothes, include all the sizes, um, include the material. People care about the material. Um, include the washing instructions, right? So everything you can think of, make sure that is in there. So we do have a, a comment from Rich. Rich says, always try to use the customer's name when talking to them online and in person start them off with a smile or start off with a smile and leave them with a bigger smile. I love that. Yes. That's exactly the point is to start off with a smile and leave them with an even larger smile. Absolutely love that. Great, great tip. Um, Bill says, uh, but buyers don't look through all of the photos. So the questions are answered in the photos. That is true. <laughs> you do end up getting sometimes like buyers. Okay. That, so I'm glad that this came up because what if a buyer didn't see the photo, didn't read the description. Um, you know, how can you provide? So these are good questions to think about. We don't have to answer, but in your mind, how can you still provide an excellent customer experience? The customer experience is about having customer empathy. Um, and, you know, it might not be the best seller experience, right? But again, this is like one of those kind of selfless moments in business where you want to step away from um, your needs and your, your, it's all about the customer and their needs, right? Of course, have healthy boundaries, but you know what I mean. And so we do have another comment from Lizette, New England Betty Boop. She said, let's say a new posher purchases from me for the first time. I send them their purchase wrapped beautifully with a thank you note. Many customers leave me a, a, a love, love note saying that they want to leave me 10 stars. That's so Aww. sweet. Um, thank you for sharing that. Lizette, we do appreciate that. All right. <laughs> um, okay. This, okay. All right. The next one is making sure there are no holes or rips or breakages on your item. 
Uh, we learned it the hard way. We have source items that had holes and um, depends, but most in most cases we would most likely not sell them because that will ruin the customer service and experience. Um, yeah, so that is a key thing is making sure that your garment is in great condition. If it's a vintage item, making sure that you disclose that information. <laughs> Sorry, the comments are really making me laugh tonight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's something that you want to decide ahead of time. And this is going to go with your branding, your, your brand's mission and vision. Right. So for us, we decided um, after a year or so that we don't want to sell items that have holes or rips on them. That's not part of our um, brand mission or vision. Um, the reason is because, you know, we were describing the item with the holes or the rips or whatever. And as you know, the example, excellent example that Bill just pointed out where you provide all the information and still customers may not read it. So we just didn't want to. We, you know, we had um, complaints about that. We had uh, customers complain about things that they missed in the photo or description. So we just wanted to eliminate that bad experience altogether. Mm -hmm. That's a decision Michelle and I made. Um, you know, if you go through our, our stores, you may find maybe some listings that still have it. But for the most part, 99.9% .9 of our things, we've chosen that we don't want it to have um, things such as breakages, rips, holes, or, you know, we want it to be in, in decent condition. So, um, we do have a comment from Tori here, which is really awesome. And we're happy to be hearing about this. So she says that she prides herself on a solid five star rating on posh. That's amazing. Um, congratulations on that. Um, you're going to have to tell us how you did that. <laughs> like an entire lesson on how you did that. We'd love to hear that. And I think um, we have another, actually, Lizette, who says, me too, Tori. So I definitely can't wait to see more examples, Lizette, of how you are doing this as well. And, <laughs> okay, awesome. All right, Michelle, number four. Um, next item is really to clean your items. We like to source items vintage items and sometimes you know they do have a little bit of smell um take the extra time to clean them and wash them especially shoes and clothes yeah so that's another one is um if you do smell anything aside from like detergent um it is a great idea to wash the items for your customer so again this is about you know, providing, yes, especially pre-owned items, you want them, the customer to have a cleaned item that was, if it's an electronic or an appliance, a hard good, you want to make sure that it's clean and there's no dirt or dust on it. We've spent so much time cleaning electronics for our customers just so they'll have a good customer um, experience. It doesn't do anything else for us, but we want them to have a, a clean it's not new it's pre-owned but at least a clean item um, that is not in perfect condition um, when when it arrives now but a really good comment from tori is that you know we don't want to sell damaged items but vintage for sure is expected and that's a good point um, even for us we sell a lot of vintage um, things and hard goods and sometimes they're scratched um, 
but again, we, you know, most of our items we try to like cherry pick, but every now and then a couple of them do get in there. Hey you, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate our podcast. Our podcast is fairly new and we're in need of comments. If you can think of anyone an episode may be helpful for, please share the episode with them. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. And again, a million thanks for stopping by. So that is a good point. Um, Now, we do have a couple comments I wanted to get through. So Rich says, that's why I write a narrative on listings in my online store. Okay, so is that kind of like a disclaimer? Um, And then... Let's see here. Okay, here's another comment I wanted to show everyone. It says, from Tori, she says, I did call out a smell on a vintage item and my posh listing got flagged. Um, oh, gosh, what is that? So I didn't does that, that yeah, do that? Yeah, I did not know that either. So does that mean that you included in the description the um, smell on the item and then it was flagged from posh? That's very interesting. But we can't sell smelly items, I guess. Yeah, no, that's the first time I've heard that. So that's Mm -hmm. very interesting. Yeah, so basically, um, then Tori said that she took it down and changed the wording and it was fine. I started saying I recommend dry cleaning prior to work. Excellent, excellent tip. Thanks for letting us know about that. All right, next item. I think a lot of us do this already, um, is including a thank you card. it's a completely different experience as a buyer if you buy something without a thank you card and with a thank you card because it really shows that the seller appreciates you. So highly recommended thank you card is a must. Yeah, thank you card. And I've even seen, um, I think even from from some of some of you that are here now, like handwritten, I mean, personalized thank you cards. That takes time, but it's very nice to see that, you know, we don't see enough handwritten items, personalized items these days. So, and Rich Mm -hmm. mentioned using a name, right? So that's Mm -hmm. one way you can use a name and personalize your note. Um, You know, make sure you include your brand on your thank you card, but also you can handwrite the message. Um, We do have a comment I wanted to share from Cynthia. She says, Um, But I saw some people said from a smoking house. So again, that would be something that you would want to decide. A lot of people don't appreciate having things that smell like smoke or that have like pet hair on them. So if you want to provide a good user experience, that would be something that you want to consider as well in your, you know, in your processes, in your business. Um, And so... um, yeah, we do have a comment and I was wondering what you guys think about this. So Rich says, I don't think customers pay attention to thank you cards. Um, yeah, I feel like I might see it and then I don't know what I would do with it after. Um, what do you guys think about that? That's a good comment there. Yeah, I I personally don't pay much attention, but it sends me positive vibes when I see a thank you at least. Um, so it's not really about like keeping the card, but it's more about the experience of feeling, uh, feeling appreciated. That's true. Right. It it, it is maybe a, a, a kind of like a shorter short-term feeling of appreciation. 
Um, it might just depend, you know, look, there's such a thing as love languages, right? And so maybe someone really appreciates a thank you card and maybe, you know, other people, we have a different love language that we would like to be for someone to use with us, right? So um, the thing is, we don't know our customer. <laughs> so we might as well try to exhaust all the love languages, right? Um, mm -hmm. But so, okay, thanks for letting us know. Lizette said, I believe um, they do, Rich. I always get comments thanking me for them. That's good to know. Um, so thank you guys for saying that. So a lot of you actually handwrite your thank you notes. Cynthia says the best reviews was from handwriting I do in high-end items. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. Awesome. All right. The next tip is really follow up when the item received if possible. So, you know, at times. Oh, she can't see me. You can't see me, huh? I can see you. You can or can't? Uh, I'm delayed. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, because I was before we go on this. Sorry to cut you off, Michelle, but I wanted to talk about this one time. Um, so somebody bought a, a, a gift from our store and I think this was on Etsy. And so um, it was a Star Wars related gift. And um, they wanted us to make a, a, was it a birthday? A birthday card. They asked us if we could write a birthday message. You know how like on Etsy, you, they can leave a message that you would write on the card. So this was kind of cool. And this is good for user experience. So uh, Michelle actually, it took her a few minutes to uh, develop a design on Photoshop. We had it printed at Walgreens for 50 cents. And um, it said, happy birthday. Um, on a printed card. So, um, so that was kind of cool. And, you know, if you have special talents like that, like, you know, Tori's very crafty, um, you know, we're not crafty in that same way Tori is. We think that's so amazing, but we're pretty crafty with designing stuff on like Photoshop and stuff like that. Um, so we use our talents in that way. So, yeah, so that could be, you know, another way to do it. Sorry. Go ahead, Michelle. Oh, no worries. Um, yeah, so follow up with a, a, a message uh, to the buyer telling them, hey, your item arrived. Hey, how do you like your item? Um, just, you know, even if they don't respond, always send a follow up and um, in hopes that they would write a review because in most cases, people don't write reviews. So that's another tip. Uh, the next one is, I think we all agree with this is same day delivery with people buying stuff on Amazon, their expectations much higher. So we always drive to ship on the same day or even um, if we can't make it to the post office the next day, first thing in the morning. Yep. Um, very good tip. Yeah. And I think most season resellers, do this, but if you're a new reseller, you're not sure, you always want to strive to ship the same exact day if possible. Um, there, yeah, unless, unless you just totally can't then ship the next day. But if you're not able to ship quickly, um, you may want to reconsider your business model a bit because as Michelle said, the norm now is Amazon will send you something and you'll get it in your house in two days. You know, as, as they continue to grow, it might be that you get your item on the same day. So this is something where we do have to be competitive in. It does provide a really good customer experience. Um, a lot of people also say, oh, provide free shipping. I think for a small, like a boutique business, um, Michelle and I don't necessarily agree on the free shipping. We don't do, we do free shipping on maybe 
you know, 5% of our items, not very much. Um, and people still pay. So um, again, every business model is different. So it might make sense to do free shipping for you. But for us, we've decided it doesn't. Um, Cynthia does have a question about wrapping. She said, what do you think about wrapping or using ribbon um, and, and more? So what do you think about that? Um, is that too I, much or is that a good idea? What do you guys think about that? You know what? For me, it doesn't hurt. You know, if you if you want to elevate your customer experience, why not? Right. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer the question on top of what Michelle said, yes, we were just talking about at the beginning, how do you go from a five star to a 10 star? If you have, you know, the money, the budget to do that, as long, I mean, you can implement that in your business. So the key thing with experience, customer experience is that you treat everyone the same and you never want to take away from your customer experience. You always want to continue adding. So it is something you want to be careful about because I also remember the, um, you know, Facebook, when they first started, they used to do this thing where they would celebrate everyone's birthday or they would do like birthday shout outs. But as they continue to get bigger, they stopped doing that. And that was like just really bad for company morale. So um, those are things you want to think really well. Like, can I sustain doing this for the long term? And is it going to take away in the future? Like if I decide I don't want to do it anymore. Correct. Um, number eight, uh, this is something we touched upon yesterday on our live is put out fires immediately. Um, if there's a complaint, if the clients, if the client, if the customer is not happy with something, um, you know, making sure you come from a solution oriented place and address, um, everything and making sure the customer is happy. Even if they're upset, try to do what you can to make them feel better about their experience. Yes. And this is like connected, directly connected to customer service. Um, if you have a fire, deal with it immediately. Do not wait one, two, three, four days. Um, this is something Michelle and I, we've been very fortunate, especially working from home to be able to do this. And we've been very successful with it. Um, it helps the customer feel at peace and like they can trust you. Every single time we've been able to address a concern immediately every single time we've gotten a review about how excellent our customer service is. Um, so these are the kinds of things that provide really high user experience and, um, you know, they appreciate you going above and beyond, um, on. So a quick note from Cynthia, she said, uh, that's a big note. That's a no, no waiting for shipping on Amazon. They hate that. It's a big metric as you know, for that part. So in other words, if you are selling on Amazon, do yeah, and you're shipping from your home, you it's not even like an option. You have to ship it out right away. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks for coming, Tori. Enjoy your dinner tonight. We appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Have a good night. Okay. Um, the next tip is really go the extra mile in any way. We could talk about how we have done that. So this is an example from two days ago, um, real life example. Uh, we have a customer who is interested in buying um, this box of Franklin Mint uh, die cast cars for her apartment manager. Um, so, you know, it's really nice to connect with a customer as to who the gift is for. So she was asking, do you have boxes by any chance? And obviously we don't have um, the boxes of the item originally, but 
we offered to gift wrap it for her. So, um, so we managed to close the sale from here. Um, she was very happy that we off made that offer and um, we didn't charge her extra. Um, and we shipped it out really nicely. It's wrapped and um, hopefully the manager will like it. So that's going the extra mile. Yeah, and it was also like, okay, I don't have a solution for, um, you know, this, this, but I don't want to just be like, oh, no, sorry, we don't have boxes. What can I do to make it better? And the customer was very happy with what we offered. Um, you can, and I think this was also an Etsy sale. And on Etsy, you can provide gift wrapping for an additional charge. But, you know, this is something that we did for free, kind of like Cynthia's question or comment, um, especially during the holidays. You can actually charge for wrapping on Etsy. I don't know about other platforms, but you know, if you want to just make it that special time where you're going to just give that extra, you know, amount of money during the holidays in wrapping, it's it's totally up to you. Um, it could result in more customers in the future. You never know, right? Yeah. How's it going, Leslie? Thanks for stopping by. A reseller's passion. Hope your day is going well. Now, this is um, something very little, but you know, attention to detail is important, is if you're using recycled boxes, clean them and remove any other stickers or tape. This is very important to remove all the labels on the boxes because you don't want the post office to scan the old label and it might go somewhere else. Um, and also making sure that the box looks nice and clean. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you don't want to give a beat up box to someone who's spending you know, a good amount of money on an item or like if it's a gift in the previous example, somebody was buying a gift, right? It's excellent to upcycle boxes though. Highly, highly recommend that. Um, and then I think there, like recently there was a box that we upcycled. We removed all the stickers. It was in great shape, but there was still like the brand of the company. So what we did is we just took one of our own branded stickers and placed it on top, right? Mm -hmm. So um, part of a good customer experience too, though, is letting them know with a sticker of your brand on the package, just like what Amazon does, right? When you see a package, you know, it's from Amazon because they have a, a tape or something, some packaging that says Amazon. So in the same way, you want to make sure that you have, um, a sticker that you can put on the package that says that it's coming from you. So when they see it, they're going to be excited immediately. Yeah. And the last thing is really to weatherproof all items, um, especially the holidays come in, you know, there are places that will snow, they, it might rain. So overpack, overpack, overpack all your items, putting fragile stickers on the boxes, just making sure you end this customer journey in a positive manner because you can have excellent customer service from the, you know, the day they bought the item to the day you ship it out. But if the item is broken, you know, that's going to kill the whole thing. So making sure packaging is um, secure is super important. Yeah. And I like the weatherproof all items because of rain or snow. But more recently in the West Coast, we've had fires. And anything that you send, if it isn't like well packaged, it the fire could infiltrate the package and they may end up with a, an item that smells like smoke. And we all know it's extremely difficult to get rid of smoke 
especially on like a clothing item. So yeah. those are all things to consider. Like it doesn't really rain here. We're in Southern California. It doesn't really rain out here, but we do have fires frequently. So if anyone is shipping out to the West coast, um, you never know when there's a fire, you want to make sure to wrap your books, clothing items or whatever could absorb the air, <laughs> you know, so it doesn't, the smoke doesn't reach in there and make it smell like smoke. Okay, um, so that's a wrap. We're now gonna go to the meme. All right, yeah, so just wanted to say um, thank you to Bill for stopping by, he's heading out. Have a good night, Bill. 1% uh, battery, <laughs> you made it. Um, love you all, love you too, Bill. Um, so we're gonna go to the meme, but I just wanted to ask you guys before that, any ideas on how to make, just shoot one idea or all of them at once, how can you make your customer's experience even even higher than a five star? You know, so I want so this can be homework if you don't have the answer now. But basically, think of what you're doing now in your business, and how can you take that service one step beyond what you're currently doing and start implementing that today for your business. So, you know, feel free to check in with us with ideas. You can send us a message, direct message on Instagram. We're the Flippin' Gals on Instagram. Um, and we're excited to hear what you guys have come up with. All right. So to the me, Michelle, it's all yours. Oh, it is? <laughs> Well, we've got this meme of an old gentleman. I think he is a spokesperson for a beer commercial. And he says, I'm not always right. But when I am, it's because I'm a customer. <laughs> and don't we all know that in the US? With like, we have such great example companies that really serve us as customers. Um, you know, we kind of, we kind of know that already. But as business owners, we have empathy for the sellers, right? So... <laughs> Um, that was, yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, we should definitely not be entitled, uh, customers, right? But <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, so that, that's a wrap. That's it. So we hope you enjoyed this talk about customer experience. And if you haven't already check out our live from yesterday, which was about customer service. So you can know kind of differentiate the two. They are a little bit different, although sometimes connected in some places. Um, and we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. We have Bolo Thursday tomorrow. We're going to be doing bar mirrors. We totally didn't do that um, a couple of weeks ago, so it's going to be done tomorrow. And we hope to see everyone then. Um, best of luck. Don't stay up too late tonight with the election results. Hope you can get some sleep in and um, have a safe rest of your evening. We will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks. Happy hum day. Good Thanks night. Thanks for coming, guys. We appreciate it. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Like, share, and direct message us during the week if you want to talk to us or even have questions about getting started on reselling yourselves.